0: Hello and welcome to Mystic Magic, your podcast about spirituality and healing. I am Maria, your resident fire sign, witch-bitch. And pay your Patreon, pay my Patreon, <laughs> artist, yes. And this
1: is my co-host, Atu Jenny. Hi, I'm Jenny and I'm your all-around magic boo person. I'm mostly involved with energy healing, tarot, past life reading, and yoga. There you
0: go. Yes, she is an amazing past life akashic healing person. She's wonderful. Please hire her. (laughs) And today, like we said in the past episode, we're going to be talking about holding our feels, specifically anger and anxiety during this pandemic. Because we have a lot of feelings. And for people who don't feel like they feel their feelings, this episode is also for you. Boom. Music, music, music. Okay, hi guys. So, we're feeling a lot of feelings right now with so much change that's happening. So, mm-hmm. so many unprecedented things, mm-hmm. unprecedented times, and we all don't know what's going to happen. And we're like feeling a lot of stuff all at the same time. We're, fe- we're feeling anger, rage, sadness, disappointment, mm-hmm. frustration, anxiety. So we need to talk about how to hold these things, and just to narrow it down, we'll just talk about two things. We'll talk about anger and anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So first, we'll talk about anger. So guys, ano ano pung kinakagalit natin these days? <laughs> Oh my
1: god! <laughs> Are you asking the, me? At, yes, yes. At the Jenny. please answer the question. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? To be seriously honest, I am like I am in such a vulnerable spot right now. I actually don't trust myself to talk, mostly because anger is like one of the things that I've been feeling a lot ever since we went on lockdown, which was like two months ago. I feel a mm-hmm. lot of um, anger towards the government. And mm-hmm. yeah that's still something I'm trying to process because yeah. I'm like I'm still in the midst of it you know
0: yeah and like, all the incompetencies yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah it just ah <laughs> yeah yeah totally totally um and it's almost like I remember how like some of my friends would express like just fatigue over keeping up with what else did the president do today or what else What crazy midnight news happened again this time? And it's almost like you're beaten down to the ground, right? Yeah. Just how
1: tiring. It's tiring, it's physically tiring. It is. Mostly because anger is such a physical response. Because it plays off the stress cycle. Like… when Yeah, there's like this
0: adrenaline where you want to do a rally outside, right? But you can't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah. So it's like… But I really want to… Like it's not just your imagination that you're tired. Like you really are physically tired. Because when you're mad, it elevates your heartbeat. It starts the stress cycle. Like it does a lot of changes into your body. So… You're not just imagining the fatigue and the tiredness that you feel. Like, literally, anger is tiring. And we've all been super mad these past few weeks. So it's understandable that we're all tired.
0: (laughs) And I feel like there's this… Okay, I want to say two things. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll do my best to be brief. One, I don't think we should shame anger, especially if it's righteous and it's coming from a good place. In a sense Mm -hmm. that, yes, there is a human rights violation right mm-hmm. yes you should be angry like that your your anger is very valid but at the same time there should be containers for your emotions so that they mm-hmm. don't run your life right mm-hmm. because I feel like anger is information the emotion is information mm-hmm. but if you're creating plans or like creating the world forward I feel like there are like better places to come from such as inspiration
1: mm-hmm. right
0: or creativity. Or uh, if we're really gay, you could say love, right? So, so because if you're gonna create from a place of like just anger, you want to destroy things. It's not really the emotion for creation. But that's mm-hmm. but that's the thing. But that's the thing. I want to say though, it's information, right? It informs you what it wants to destroy. So basically, you're angry because a principle of yours, a value of yours, was trodden upon. So what, how I handle this... Guys, by the way, I am 50% fire sign. So I'm ako magalit. Oh my God. I can't believe I said this online. Oh, it's totally fine. No, no. I mean, basically, for example, if something really bad happens to a friend of mine, I would be angry that mm-hmm. the world works that way. And then my water sign friend will be sad. <laughs> I, so would, I was like... I would. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's natural for me to feel anger when I don't agree with a certain thing that's being done, right? So I, so this situation, this, I mean, I think this response cycle, like it's like a trap, right? Like you're hooked into this cycle of like being mad at the thing, right? Mm -hmm. So what I do to get out of that is that I ask myself what value or principle of mine was stepped on specifically Mm -hmm. Because technically, the bigger the trigger, like the bigger that you're pulled in, it means na mas yung mas yung nahawakan or na apakan value within you. So, for example, me, the news about arresting homeless people hit me more than the one, the ones about PNP, right? Because I I worked in an NGO about homeless people. It's just like in my core set of values, like the rights to shelter. Versus the rights to integrity or demon rights, but having a police with integrity is higher for me, right? So it's almost like you know your buttons, mm-hmm. right? So when you're angry, it's telling you, "Oh, my button ka about that," right? So for people who are like heavily, like quote unquote, triggered or like pulled by the whole PNP situation, malakas sense of justice nila. Gets small, so yeah. it's like you, it's like you flip it. You flip it. Mm-hmm. So you're angry about this situation. What do you actually stand for? And that's why you're angry. And then mm-hmm. focus on what you stand for rather than what you're angry at. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, when the whole PNP situation got out, what you would stand for is treating everybody equally, right? Mm-hmm. And then the basic human rights and dignity of pina most citizen within the Philippines, Right. And then there's a power to that saying that. There's a power to saying that you believe that. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you it's like you're saying that everybody deserves respect and you you recognize the power and like the dignity of all of those people. So mm-hmm. your focus shifts towards that belief, that core value of yours, versus mm-hmm. to how it was stepped on. Because both are true. Yes, it yeah. was stepped on. But at the same time, your core belief is still true. Like that's still a part of you, right? And what yeah. you want to make. Right. So yeah. I kinda want to So that's my technique with how to like shift my focus, I guess. I, I make it into an information exercise in terms yeah. of Yun pali yung paling yeah. panin ko. go. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. just, to give, just to give a background for our listeners, um, if you're listening from outside of the Philippines, a few weeks ago, um, we, just like the rest of the world, we went into lockdown. And during the earlier part of the lockdown, there was an incident here in Manila wherein they uh, they arrested homeless people because those homeless people were asking for food because no one was allowed to go out. No one was allowed to work. And so, you know, they were running out of resources. So what they did was they went to um, well, I can't remember where exactly they where exactly did they go to. Uh, they went outside and they started and protesting. Come, they Yeah, they yeah this the is Anthem Road, like somebody city San Roche,
0: eh? but yeah. yeah. Yes, so yes, there yes. they
1: started they started protesting and asking the government for 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 food and um, for for money. And so that was a big thing, and I guess just to sum out, like to sum up what Maria is saying, like this is how I interpret it. She's mm-hmm. saying that yes, anger is anger is an emotion that's challenging to yes. contain. But the thing is, you can make your anger work for you. Yes, right. Exactly, like you can be exactly. very smart. You can be very smart with how you treat your anger. Like it's incredibly overpowering because it says, I, Well, this is how I feel anger is like it's such an overwhelming emotion it's explosive but you know you can Mm -hmm. turn that into your advantage by learning what it is that is important to you by the things that you're getting mad at and that's really powerful because when you do that you start to understand yourself more when when you start to understand yourself more it just makes it easier to act on Acting to things that you would have to do in order to resolve the anger that you feel.
0: Yeah, it's like you use the energy to drill down to what your values are, and then when you have your values, you can actually have action that makes you feel productive or makes you feel in power. Right. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you feel like dapat walang pinag na tao, and you realize that oh, making sure everyone is okay is really important to me if you if you like mirror that back to yourself you're like oh okay so who do i check up on right Mm -hmm. and then and then if you take action on that you feel like you're in a state of power and that you are acting on the on the antonym of whatever you know fuckery the government is doing and it just feels better because you're actually practicing your qualities like kung, if you're religious, you're practicing the gifts of the Holy Spirit, can <laughs> yeah, so it's, the, so it's basically, yeah, it's basically mm-hmm. like that you you basically use the, yeah, you use the rage as information, I don't know how else to explain or spin it's this, just, I really feel like that's really just how I do things.
1: Yeah, it's just like really learning how to channel it in order to empower yourself and not to disempower yourself. Because like, this is what I like for me, anger with regards to the government. That's how I feel most of the time. Like I feel super disempowered because, you know, they're the freaking government. But Mm -hmm. if you channel it differently, you would be able to create a lot of things. And you would be able to act on a lot of things that would actually improve your current situation. So it's like Mm -hmm. that. It's learning how to make your anger work for you. It's basically you're just channeling your anger into creation that would yes. benefit the situation.
0: What, yeah, what you stand for. Because I feel God. like
1: we're, I feel like we're really
0: eloquent with what's going wrong, instead mm-hmm. of being really eloquent with what should be happening, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't engage in the labor of the other direction. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree of, with that. Yeah, because we feel really help helpless or hopeless, and. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's really valid, but I really want to encourage you guys to try to use... Because I, I swear, a fit of anger of mine made 101 games for survival. Like, I was so angry that we didn't have valid ways to connect to each other. So we made... Like, me and my friend wrote games about how to connect to each other and how to process things together. So-
1: yeah, guys, by the way, if you guys are not aware of this, Maria is a game developer. So she develops um, RPG games, role-playing games. So what is an yes. example of that? An example of that, the most common one, the most famous one, famous one would be Dungeons and & Dragons. And Maria writes stories like that. I mean, not stories. She writes games, games like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but check out much, her stuff.
0: Yeah, but much more indie and hippie. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah… Yeah, because D and D has some problematic stuff, but this is not a game podcast. But anyway, <laughs> but, but but it's but it's okay. It is a TTRPG. But anyway, what was I saying? I was saying that alam you mo know, So yung rage ko about losing our communities inspired me to use that anger to create something that builds communities and gamifies making communities. Right. So that's why. And and then talagang Promise that was like a fit of rage for three days. <laughs> I was so frustrated that like we don't even have like digital landscapes that helps people. Like we are so emotionally bankrupt in terms of structures, in in terms of panaba safe havens of like for... people to, to to be safe in. Like people can like unpack shit with. Like we we're not like like People need to pay for therapy to have that kind of stuff. So and parang, that's why
1: this podcast exists. Because we are trying to… Yeah, exactly. Free therapy, guys. But yeah, I was so
0: frustrated. Because like, Yes, I understand that there's a lot of change. Right? And then we have this magical internet thing. But we also suck at the… We just really suck at the structures. And then I was just so mad because schools were being really like selfish about like single plus they were more focused on students cheating rather than actually learning slash how do you actually connect to students episode two natin was about connection so Mm -hmm. i was just really bad at that so i just went the other way and like asked myself okay how do i increase connection in life or how do i create something that teaches connection Gets more. So, yeah, you and yeah. guys, so, na po ako ng example para mas klaro po, ang po dito ha? So, yeah, that's how I did it. Like, I created something that focused on connection because I was so mad about how shitty we were about communicating and just holding one another through this pandemic.
1: Yeah, so I guess just maybe in conclusion with the whole anger thing, I think it doesn't really matter what you do. But I feel like it's super duper important that you take your power back whenever you feel angry, because whenever you, when you feel angry, like you're reacting to the situation, and that robs you of your agency, because instead of doing your own thing, you react to what's currently happening. So for me, that's really important. Whenever you feel you are angry, take your power back and channel it into something else. Never ever forget yes. that you have right that you're that you're. Always capable of exercising your agency, no matter how limited it is.
0: There you go. There's this thing that I really like that John Weinland said. I will link John Weinland in this podcast. He said that any ugly emotion added with so much love is actually becomes nourishing or healthy. So for example, you're really, really angry, but it comes from an empowered and loving place. So, mm-hmm. I could be making those games and I'm still angry at, like, the state of things. It actually feels nourishing. because yun yung truth ko right now, eh, I am angry. But, since it has power and love with it, it doesn't destroy me. Gets yeah. more. It's almost like, it's almost like, parang, parang, parang kung k- lang lahat. You know, but if it's like with with like rice and noodles it's actually a good spicy <laughs> metabolic meal on.
1: yeah. So i love this like, metaphor about food and everything yeah
0: yeah so i'm just saying that love and power and an empowered state like you stick that into any ugly emotion it becomes nourishing like it's like the perfect magic pill whatever like just wave that thing you know so yeah, I I so like actually. So even that, if you're actually. so even if you're creating towards the other direction, it's great. okay, langyan be. As long as like love is still the center, it's you're fine. You know, you're you're. It's it's. Like I, I swear to God, like the first fifty games of that one hundred one games, Galit Paranol, <laughs> so, and it's fine, and it's, and, and it's still fine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's totally fine. So
1: yeah, but, yeah. Um, talking about talking about the whole metaphor of eating, because you were talking about that. Another thing, another thing, another emotion that has been, um, I'm pretty sure, um, arising out of this entire thing would be anxiety. Yeah, we're gonna talk next about anxiety.
0: Okay, hi guys. So now we're going to talk about anxiety and I'm actually going to read out a question from a friend slash listener. So here it goes. Quote, how can I reconcile my feeling of anxiety post-ECQ? Things will be different and a massive change in structure might affect me negatively. And I will give this question to my co-host, the Jenny.
1: Okay, so I think I want to I wanna tackle that. <clears throat> but don't, I want to tackle that question um, in like two parts. The first part is... You can't think that you're going to fail at adjusting to all of the challenges and all of the changes that are going to come our way post um, post lockdown or even during the lockdown because it's like you're priming your mind that, wait, I'm going to fail this instead of like a growth mindset instead of like, I just feel that it's so much better to employ a growth mindset than a failure mindset. Because if you like, it's super disempowering. If you already think that you're going to fail, then why even try? Right. So, the first thing, the first thing I would do is not even think about failing, but you know, just tell myself that a lot of things are changing, but I'm capable. I know I, I don't know how I'm going to cope right now, but I'm pretty sure I can learn along the way. And I am pretty sure I'd find the answers because I know how to ask for help. So, it's just like really fla- framing that entire thing like that. Like you come from a place of empowerment, you come from a place of growth and not think that you're instantly going to fail at all of the adjustments that, you know, are going to come your way um, in the midst of all of the changes that we are experiencing. Um, So that's the first part. And then the second part... I I have a question. How
0: about if you're used to going the other direction? Like you're used to being anxious even before ECQ. And it's just exacerbated during this lockdown.
1: Well, that's also completely valid. So that's why I am going to give you guys tips on how to... Manage your anxiety. These are the things that I do because uh, I do to my I do with my my spiritual practice. So what I do whenever I feel anxious is I do a grounding meditation. So again, it's totally fine if you have never meditated before, but I really do suggest that you check it out and then you try it. There are lots of resources out there. YouTube, for example, has a lot of guided meditation exercises that you guys can try out. Uh, you can try with something as quick as like a five-minute meditation and then slowly work your way up but yeah a grounding meditation is basically a meditation where you intend to ground your energies or center your energies and basically it has a lot of variations but the most basic the most basic one would be learning how to connect your own energy with the energy of the earth because again the earth, earth is something incredibly solid it's incredibly massive And whenever it's like that, it just, it grounds you. I mean, it centers you because you're actually just making this profound connection with something so massive. So basically, that's the gist of what a grounding meditation is. You connect with the earth and hopefully by doing so, you'd be able to experience the comfort and the nourishment. And that's just this deep security that... The solidness of the earth element um, gives to us. So, there. Yeah. So-, so, if you
0: look at like different mystical traditions, um, mm-hmm. it's always pretty consistent the whole idea of connecting to the earth. And what's mm-hmm. crazy is if you think about it, like ecosystems wise, you are part of the earth right that's true so like that's true yeah so even the whole idea that we wear shoes or that we don't have this deep relationship to connecting to the actual energetic signature of the earth is kind of like a symptom of how disconnected we feel about the rest of our energetic you know landscape yeah right yeah. so guys by the way there is an energetic signature in the center of the earth oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you connect to that it's actually... I, I also want to mention that there are a lot of research papers that not only, like, tout meditation, but also tout grounding. That's why you have a lot of hippie, like, grounding shoes, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, or they like, don't
1: even wear shoes. I mean, they just, like, literally connect their physical bodies with the earth. So, they yeah. go, go barefoot.
0: It, it's kind of funny how, I don't know, we, we tell people to lie down on the grass or, mm-hmm. like get some sun, right? We need to show research papers that the sun gives you vitamin D. Where in fact, if you actually just experience this, you would know, right? You you wouldn't need to be informed. You would would know and experience this. So I guess I want to also invite people that feeling really connected to the earth and how it dissipates anxiety, like we could rant about like how this works, but I also want Mm. you to just experience it Cause then it would be just like feeling the sun in your face, right? You would like, oh, you'd be like, ah, oh, I ah, awaano. Parang 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 umuwi ka slash bumaleka. So
1: yeah, I absolutely agree. And then also, cause when you when you do a grounding meditation, it takes your focus away from the thoughts in your head that are not necessarily true to something that is actually true, which is something incredibly solid, which is the earth, which Also, grounding meditations train you to focus on your physical body and not your thoughts because most of the time, your thoughts are the one creating anxiety. I mean, and thoughts are just thoughts. They're not even real. They're not something that you can touch. And so that's why that's the theory behind the whole grounding meditation thing. You get in touch with something that is real, that's something that you can touch, something that is solid, like the earth. Because that's something that can really provide you with security instead of just you know like following your monkey mind so if you've never tried a ground meditation i absolutely suggest that you guys try it basically it's just imagining a deep connection with the earth and how do you do that there uh the most basic ones would be imagine your feet growing roots and then these roots are slowly going down until they reach the core of the earth and so that's basically the theory behind
0: it yeah so there. and I've, i and i also feel like I don't know if this is manic fire sign me talking, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I also feel like listing down things that you have control over and that you can focus Mm -hmm. on, Mm -hmm. simple things such as I can control keeping the house clean or I can control maintaining a good relationship with my family and my friends. I can control working on my craft or art, Mm -hmm. right? These Mm -hmm. are like things that you have generally more control over than when the quarantine ends or when the vaccine will be made. And I feel like making a list of these things Mm -hmm. would help, right? And then you could just work on those, right? Because I feel like, guys, technically the feeling of groundedness, you can carry that throughout the whole day if you really Mm -hmm. practice this for real. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes people have this energy and they need something to do. And then if they have nothing to do, they just put it in their thoughts. So I feel like you could actually do other things too in a meditative state. That's true. I absolutely agree. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I just wanted to susuk that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually, it's a great vehicle for my next point, which is because you said something about like, you know, keeping in mind all of the things that you can control. But if your mind starts going against you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always tune in to your body. And you yes. can do that by just breathing. You know, if you start to get really anxious, just focus again on your body, focus on your breath, and then just take it moment by moment. Whenever I feel anxious, the thing that I do is I just to try to focus on what is currently happening. So I don't think about the future. I try not to think about the past. I know it's easier said than done, but the way you really do that is you focus on anything solid. So you focus on your body, you focus on the earth, you try touching a lot of things, because when you touch things, you're reminded of how solid they are, of how non-abstract they are. So aside also from keeping, aside also from making a list of all of the things that you do have control over, I suggest that, like, Touching a lot of things, reminding yourself that this is the physical reality, and I don't have to go engage in my weird ass thoughts about about uh, about the pandemic. But again, please don't feel bad if you are not able to um, successfully employ all of the things that Maria and I are talking about here. Um, we're all just doing our best, and mm-hmm. so it would it would really help our spiritual journey if we're just kind to ourselves whenever we can make all of these tips work
0: yeah think of it like a swiss knife slash tool belt uh-huh. right so so you don't need to use all of the tools on the swiss knife but at mm-hmm. the same time you know everyone's different so maybe one tool works better for the other person the other person doesn't so just you know so we're just giving you like a buffet you know and then you <laughs> could and you could work on any because for example the whole really being in touch with what's actually happening mm-hmm. like, what do you like like um you could work on that deeply for 40 mm-hmm. days and come out as a different person just that one thought mm-hmm.
1: what is actually is happening
0: true. and being present you, yeah. and then you don't and you don't need to do anything else just just that single mindedness But yeah, it depends on the person which one is what they really need right now and exactly what works for them i remember i think I, one of the things that also helps me is that i phrase a positively phrased question mm-hmm.
1: to myself
0: repeatedly like at mm-hmm. least a hundred times so para mantra but instead of a statement it's a question
1: like what so,
0: yeah so for example how pleasurable is it to be in my body
1: Ooh, I like that. Right. And then you
0: ex- and then since your mind's like a uh, a Grand Canyon, right? It needs to answer, right? It mm-hmm. it it will make, it will invent answers, right? Mm-hmm. And then it will say, ah, kasi sobrang sarap huminga sa neck ko. Mm-hmm. Right? Or ah, kasi ang sarap mag-stretching parang pusa.
1: <laughs> or,
0: or ah, kasi ang lamig ng tubig na ininom ko. Mm, like wow, I've never had water like that for a while. It, it just forces you to... That's why people ask the whole, what are, what are you grateful for today? But mm-hmm. um, I feel like having a physical hook also helps the whole, oh, how pleasurable is my body today? Or like... Or even even something as stupid as, how amazing is this day? Exactly. Like, ask yourself that genuinely for a hundred times. <laughs> try mo lang wala kang sagot. Try mo lang. Try mo lang. <laughs> like, especially for people who are very energetic Mm -hmm. or like very chatty you mind you have a mantra then and then have a really good one (laughs) like mm -hmm. a good one that works for you
1: yeah and also just to like i really would like to emphasize the fact that you should also try to make your body work for you because we have this over obsession about the mind and the supremacy of the mind over everything else and we tend to neglect how important also is the body when it comes to our spiritual practices and mm-hmm. I really do encourage you all to explore the part of your practice like how you relate to your body because it's going to it's really going to matter a lot when it comes to grounding because grounding is all about physicality and you have your physical body and so yeah um i i just i want to i want to plug maria because maria is a somatic healer so if you guys yeah no legit she is my she is my somatic healer i absolutely recommend that you guys book uh, a session with Maria about somatic healing. So healing with your body because she's going to give you more of those mantra prompts that she just talked about. And I swear to God, it really helps because the body really is more intelligent than you give it credit for. So yeah. there. Thank you so much for tuning in to Maria and I. Uh, I had so much fun talking about anxiety and anger. <laughs> with Yes, and if you guys want us to talk
0: about anything else, please leave us a comment or send us a message. And see you next week. Hear from you next week.
1: Mystic Magic is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios. You can find us on facebook.com slash Mystic Magic Podcasts and find our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts.